There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We have to talk about that. Do I have to? Forced Movie Reviews. You forced me to do this, 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 this. Welcome back. Uh, Friday means forced movie reviews and uh, as you know the last uh, couple months we've been doing a pop culture experiment going through afi's list of the 100 greatest american movies to see if the four of us consider these movies actual classics or more fundamentally are they entertaining even though they're distinguished as uh, classics we've watched citizen kane singing in the rain 2001 the apartment Godfather, and this week, Holly Roberts has assigned us the 1950 classic, Sunset Boulevard, which more than a few of us had never seen before. And actually, let's start there. Who had not seen it at all? Me. Kenny? I had not, I had not seen it either. I Dawn. thought I had, but I was wrong when I started watching it. Dawn? I've seen it many, many times. Okay. I mm. had never seen it. So, oh, uh, wow. Yeah, I had ne- uh, through all my film, I just had never seen it. I Maybe I missed a class, or I have mm-hmm. no idea. Um, well, <laughs> Dawn, let's... let's day. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I think it's appropriate. Let's start with you, <laughs> yeah. Dawn. We usually save you for last, because you're hysterical. But let's start with you. Why don't you, since you've seen it so many times, why don't you uh, carry the load here, too? Give folks that may not have seen it kind of an overview to okay, start with. Sure. Um, so it starts out with a struggling writer in Hollywood. This was made in 1950. And he's down on his luck. He's about to get his car repossessed. And uh, the cops are chasing him because they want to repossess his car he gets a blowout and then he pulls into the driveway of norma desmond this huge mansion that looks like nobody lives there to hide his car uh, come to find out there is someone that lives there and um, it happens to be an old silent movie star who is still living her life like she is the bee's knees uh, she <laughs> thinks she's still a big star but she hasn't acted in 20 years she is 50 at this point so since talking pictures came along she hasn't had a career um she wants him to she they start talking she uh talks him into uh rewriting a script for him this salome script and so he ends up living there with her um gosh and then uh, oh gosh it just from there should i say anything else i mean sure yeah <laughs> okay well, so, yeah. this is a spoiler yeah um segment yeah so so 
then um, she thinks this script is great that she's written because she wants to play the main role. Now, Salome is, um, this is a story like from the Bible originally, and it, it's supposed to be a young girl role. She thinks she's going to play this role. So she knows uh, Cecil B. DeMille. She used to act or, or be one of his actresses. And so she goes to the studio to try to convince him that she should he should buy the script from her that she wrote along with Joe this guy and it's kind of like a big joke like everybody's like oh my god you know uh and it's just that it's really Cecil B DeMille in the film also um mm-hmm. there's like Buster Keaton's in this movie there's all these old film stars that are in the movie which is really kind of cool um and it Ends tragically. Um, something happens that's terrible, and she kind of loses her mind by the end of it. But Gloria Swanson plays Norma Desmond, um, and I love this film. I think she is brilliant, doing all of her silent film. Every everything that she does, the way she moves about the room, the way she looks at people and talks, is like you're watching a silent film. Very exaggerated. Um, talk, very exaggerated eyes and, and hand movements and it's just, it's an interesting story and I just love her performance so much that I've watched it over and over again. Okay. Um, so, and the only note I made, because I was fully engrossed in it again, is, wow, a nose job is only $300. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And she's so young when she got it too. Yeah. 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 Not Norma Desmond, but this other character named Betty. Well, um, ladies, continue to be first. Alexis, your thoughts on Sunset Boulevard? I love this film too. I'll just bottom line it. I wasn't expecting to really like it, but I love how you they tell you the ending and then they ramp up and tell you how it came up how that happened yeah you know the ending at the beginning yeah and gloria swanson like you said don like moira rose yes i mean she just has the crazy eyes the exaggerated movements the -the over-the-top acting that was pretty fun to watch i'm very happy to be a woman living in the world now back then back then Uh, that that reiterated that again for me uh, Mm because we are redefining age 50 is young um she had been yeah for 20 years just sitting there and um there's a lot of delusion in this film you can probably take the character itself and just really try to figure out what's going on with her um and then at the end with the famous line i didn't know when that would come i was waiting and waiting and then there it was at the very tail end so I really enjoyed it. Didn't feel long. I, I liked it the whole way through. The whole did you the whole thing? Like there yeah. wasn't. Wow. I mean, I mean, just as a snapshot of the time, you know, if I really mm. think about some of the themes and today, you know, that a lot of stuff wouldn't fly. You know, the way people are treated, but it felt like a good representation of what happened to someone who you know, thinks that she's still a star or that times have changed. I also thought about Martin Scorsese as I was watching because he's mm. having a hard time transitioning from film to, like, streaming or giving mm, them any love. Yeah. It kind of felt like it kind of has that feeling, too, of she's just kind of dragging along and not quite getting on board. Okay. Wow. Yeah. 
Uh, now, will it yeah, be let's see four? If the guys liked it. Will it be four out of four uh, as far as liking Sunset Boulevard? And what will be we? What will we be assigned next? We're going to continue force movie reviews after the break. Plus, a little uh, uh, today's. Uh, jump the shark but first hey guys don't forget original content as far as our library of podcast deep in the shadow shallow uh, my podcast with colin two fairy godfathers and three to sixes book club you can find all of those shows on the my talk app or online when we return is it four out of four as far as love for sunset boulevard you'll find out after this we continue with forced movie review Classic movie edition. We're talking about the 1950 classic Sunset Boulevard. You just heard from Dawn and Alexis. Dawn has loved it uh, and has watched it many times. Alexis had never seen it, watched it, loved it, which is, you know, we don't say that a lot with this segment. No. Um, And now it's the dude's turn. Um, I'll go, Kenny, and we'll leave the best to last. We'll leave you. You're the Vanessa Williams. We're saving the best for last. Okay. Um, (laughs) I loved it. I loved it too. Yes. Um, now look, I, and when I but here's the asterisk. When I say I love it, I love Star Wars. Um, meaning I can watch it over and over. Mm-hmm. I love Harry Potter. I am probably not going to watch this on repeat. Um, but I loved it for this segment, and I loved it for Norma Desmond. I loved it for Gloria Swanson, and my biggest takeaway was there's a sequence, uh, sometime, kind of in the middle, back half of the movie, or the movie, which made me go, "Wow, you know, uh, time, time crashes uh, on the rocks of, of of life, but there are some things that are repeated or that never change, and one of them is." Uh, Hollywood's obsession with youth and mm-hmm. and the yes. trap and the trap that that puts so many people in and I thought it was fascinating that even in 1950 that that paradigm that that system was already in place where women were already feeling that way and my goodness we really haven't come that far um, mm-hmm. th- because there's a sequence where she is getting buffed and uh, and pulled oh, and yeah. shined tucked, up and there's yes. a tucked and she I mean there's a bag over her head that's steaming her head like a, a bag of cauliflower and then she, you know then <laughs> there's a woman younger yeah <laughs> and she has tape on her forehead and and yeah. I'm sitting there and I was just really that I I actually rewound that sequence because yes it's it's outrageous and it's it's elevated the the acting style and she is just obviously very which I loved I loved this performance probably one of my favorite performances in this entire experiment we're doing um I loved her um and then at the end I felt I had a lot. I I felt so bad. Yeah, I I felt so bad for her, and I and I, I and I loved the ending. I thought it was a brilliant ending. And yes, I knew how it was going to end, but I re- but I didn't know how we were going to get there. And it kind yeah. of, and it kind of took me. I went oh, and I rewound that part. I was like oh oh okay, here we are. And um, and that's good. I love that a movie from 1950 could surprise me. And at the same time, it made me think. 
and um, I, I love and I love Billy Wilder as a director anyway. Um, and right. I this is one of the few where I can say uh, confidently. I know why this is a classic, and I know I now know why it's number sixteen on the list of AFI's hundred greatest movies. So, yes. Kenny, throughout the whole movie, I was thinking, I, I was wondering, did Tennessee Williams see this movie and decide he could do a better job when he wrote *Sweet Bird of Youth*, a nineteen sixty-two film starring Paul Newman? Mm. Uh, but that was just an aside uh, that I, and I'm still wondering that to this day. Um, but. The opening, you guys say you loved the way it opened with the uh, the screenwriter face down in the mm-hmm. pool. Cool. I hate, hate, hate seeing the end of a movie right At the beginning. Oh, Drove yeah, me crazy because that's what I'm waiting for the entire movie. So I'm kind of that, on like, that one. After that, I'm like, you know what? I should just turn this off, read the Wikipedia page, and fake my oh, way through it. Oh, no. But... But I stayed with it, and I, I, I found kind of the chase scene and all of that to be phony and, and whatnot. But then he goes into the mansion of uh, Glorious, uh, Norma Desmond, Gloria Swanson, and I see the dead monkey, and I am in. I am in big time. Uh, Norma Desmond, absolutely cray-cray-crazy. And I thought Gloria Swanson was just absolutely brilliant yes. and the fact that she didn't win an oscar for that oh. role is a crime uh yeah. and i love the way she delivered her dialogue the way she vocalized that the, <laughs> yes. the over the top talking like i was a silent star but i could have made the transition to talkies because i am an actor uh, and it had this dark uh, film noir feeling to it anytime yes. you were in and around the mansion. But then, like, when you get on the set, uh, um, what was it, the Universals? No, what set? No, was Paramount. It? Paramount set. Everything's normal, normally lit. And I thought yep. the transition between noir and lighting was brilliant. I thought Nancy Olsen, one of the side uh, act- characters, actresses, I thought she was absolutely amazing. She did a wonderful job. And William Holden, I usually see him in really tough in it. He's yeah, the, I was just going to say a lot of real people played themselves. Yeah. Had a hopper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, gossip columnist. So I, yeah. I just, I just loved it, and I definitely will be watching it again, probably a couple more times, actually. Well, nice. we all we're all loving Holly Roberts right now with Sunset Boulevard's uh, choice, but <laughs> will we love her in about thirty seconds? Because she joins us on the phone with next week's assignment. And Holly, I give you the Holly Roberts drum roll. All right, guys, this week. You're going to be watching the OG Disney movie, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yes! 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 Oh! Yes! 